What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Premium Chapter 126 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the Arizona Revival Revolution episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Julian Field, and Travis View. Not satisfied with attending Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene's America First rally last Friday, Travis organized himself a double feature by heading the very next day to the Dream City Church in Glendale, Arizona. There, he attempted to document an event featuring Q influencers, quack doctors, right-wing preachers, and politicians vying for the evangelical vote. During this spiritual and cultural battle to save America, Travis fell in with the wrong crowd and ended up interrogated by church security about possible Antifa affiliations. Still flustered from the encounter, Mr. View has nonetheless compiled some impressions and clips so that his existential dread might be shared with you. Dear listener, revival, revolution, faith, freedom, and the fight. So uh, I take one issue with your intro, Julian. I was satisfied with Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene's rally. That could have been enough for me. That was fine. But as it so <laughs> happens, there was there was another event the next day. So I uh, right. I, I stayed in the Conalage that night, away from my family, and then I uh, made my way over to uh, the Dream. Uh, yeah, the, was it the, the Dream City Church? Mm-hmm. This is apparently just just one campus of the the Dream City Church. All, already, it was pretty huge. I think this particular church it could easily sit one or two thousand people but apparently the one in phoenix is like it's like a stadium it's like it's it's massive one of those mega churches but apparently this is like part of like a network of these massive churches all over arizona the revival revolution event which lasted all goddamn day long it uh, it started at uh, 10 a.m and lasted uh until 6 30 at night it featured like a grab bag of right-wing influencers and Christian leaders. Uh, they included QAnon promoter Ann Vandersteel, Bobby Pitton, who was uh, working to sort of uh, overturn the results of the election, Young Earth creationist Kent Hovind, and George Papadopoulos and his wife. There was also, of course, Congressman Paul Gosar, who had made an appearance at the previous event. Did you feel a bit like they took a, like an enemy from an old game that you played? when they uh, wheeled out a young earth creationist? I did. I did. It's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, yep. It's all coming together, of course. Yeah. Security at the event was intense. In addition to church security, there are a bunch of Proud Boys and also local cops and Arizona Rangers. Just everyone who felt like they wanted to be an authority figure was there. And then I noticed church security, they had like four people like stationed at the four corners of the church, and they were just focused in on the crowd, just scanning constantly. And then when there, whenever there was a standing ovation, I noticed like, like oh, there's one guy who was in the front of me who stood up on the steps to get a better view, to make sure he wasn't, either, you know, nothing was blocked from his eyes, to make sure he got a, you know, an eye on everything. I mean, they mm-hmm. really thought something bad was might potentially happen so they everyone was being scrutinized all the time i'm not going to talk about every single speaker for the day because a lot of it was boring and repetitive honestly the experience was brutal it was it was (laughs) just the same sort of like this is america we love god and we're losing our country and i hate modern medicine just over and over and over and over again through different speakers and different iterations Mm -hmm. But I'm going to try and run through a lot of them to give you an idea of this this unique combination of ultra-nationalism, conspiracism, and religious zealotry. 
The event was organized by a super PAC called We the People USA Alliance. The first speaker was uh, We the People USA Alliance co-founder Eric Wanuck. He pushed back on accusations that he's a weak rhino or Republican in name only because he's a little more libertarian than the other co-founders. He's not quite as much of a religious loon as the other guys. So he has to he has to sort of mollify the crowd and convince them that, no, you know, he's still the real deal. Eric Winock said that at the end of the day, he is a Donald Trump Republican who just misses the old days when Trump was owning the libs on Twitter. So let me be clear. You know what I miss? I miss the old days. And you can hear, like, whoever's right next to you be like, oh, I miss those. God, <laughs> yeah. good old yeah, days, right. remember? Yeah, they're, they're like, nostalgic for Donald Trump. I, get, I think you got to understand, there are people who are going to have pictures of Donald Trump in their house for the rest of their fucking life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eric listed off a lot of typical grievances about cancel culture. Because they stole this election, the big tech now thinks that they can censor us. And it isn't censorship from social media. Because you know what big tech and big government and deep states want to do to you? They want to wipe you off the face of this earth. Do they not? Yes. yes, they do. Yes, they do. Just ask the Cleveland Indians. Bye-bye. How about the Washington Redskins? Sayonara. Aunt Jemima. You just want sweet enough, man. Uncle Ben? Uncle Ben? Brother, what'd you expect, man? It's white rice. Pepper Rye? Pepper Le Pew? It's steak to me, bro. Dr. Seuss. Yes, replaced by who? Dr. Fauci. Boom! <laughs> I thought he was actually saying the deep state wanted to murder them until he started applying his murder metaphor to like Aunt Jemima. <laughs> yeah, he listed like he basically Lost. was like he was like, you know what they're canceling? Old racist caricatures that should have never been made. We want those back. I know. He's like it's like I was like at first it's like the the deep state wants to genocide you. I thought I thought the same thing. I thought he was gonna talk about like FEMA camps and shit, but then it's like oh they we can't say the horrifically racist name of the Washington football team anymore. He he doesn't think also that it's weird to talk about a team that has like a racist name about Native American people in the same breath as talking about genocide and how they're going to wipe them from the earth. It's like, bro, you, again, it's one of those examples of like so far that you're almost there. Now, the first proper speaker was a representative Paul Gosar, who I had seen the previous day. And I mean, it wasn't that interesting. He mostly repeated a lot of the same things that he said at the Gates Green rally. But it is still horrific that he wants to vie for the title for the most pilled Congress member, even though there's lots of competition now. I mean, he is the only member of Congress who showed up at this thing. And it was it is an absolute uh, you know, grab bag of conspiratorial evangelical insanity. Are there any other Congress people that are currently willing to like pose for photos and attend the same events and pal around with Marjorie and Matt? I mean, I mean, there was Andy Biggs, Andy who's Biggs, also from right. Arizona. But mostly it seems like uh, that's like the pariah club. I mean, like right. Gates and Green, they're pretty they're pretty 
completely isolated even in their own party. And that's why they have to go to uh, other extremists like like Paul Gosar and Andy Biggs. The next speaker on stage was Maggie Vandenberg. Uh, she is an actress who has appeared in several films I've never heard of, such as 2009's Aliens in the Attic. Seems like she was in a lot of B films. Uh, she has also worked as a conservative journalist. Her work had been featured on Steve Bannon's War Room, The Blaze, and Louder with Crowder. She told a rather startling story. She said that after Trump's election loss, she was so furious at GOP leadership and so distraught that she moved to Palm Beach, Florida, just to be close to Donald Trump. Because apparently Trump had floated the possibility of joining a breakoff party from the Republicans called the Patriot Party, and she wanted to be part of that. You know, I, I supported these candidates. I gave them my time. We gave them our money. We gave them our, our energy. And these people betrayed us. And I was, I was very, very angry. You know, I, I thought to myself, okay, I don't know what's going to happen next, but I believed in Donald Trump, and I wanted to give all that I could. I'm in the fight. And so in January, about middle of January, I decided I'm not going to stay in Washington, D.C., and I certainly don't want to be in California. So I decided to move to uh, Florida. I actually moved to Palm Beach, Florida, because I wanted to be near Donald Trump. I wanted to be near the movement, near the momentum. Donald Trump had talked about he wanted to start a Patriot Party, and I thought that is an amazing idea. This is something we could actually do. We could steal people from from the GOP, the real good people, because we all know them by name. We know who they are. It's Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and a So Palm Beach, Florida at Mar-a-Lago, that's where things were happening. So that's where she went. Some political organizers did, in fact, form a fundraising organization called the Patriot Party. However, at CPAC in February of this year, Trump explicitly rejected the Patriot Party and affirmed his commitment to the GOP. For Maggie, who had uprooted her life in order to be part of this Patriot Party movement, this came as a shock. She really thinks a third party is viable in America. I mean, come on, that's a pretty quick lesson if you're in politics. No, no, no. But Trump said it. Trump hinted at the right. idea that maybe the Patriot Party was a good idea. Then he reversed. Now, now a reasonable person would be like, oh, man, Trump, you kind of like blow with the wind. In one moment, you're for this thing, and then now you're against it. And now I've spent all this money and wasted all this time, and you kind of screwed me over. Therefore, I don't like you very much, Mr. Mm -hmm. Trump. But uh, that's not what she did. No, that doesn't sound like Sun Tzu's 5D fight. <laughs> you have to imagine my... My shock and my dismay when I'm at CPAC and covering CPAC and Donald Trump says, we're not going to do a Patriot Party. That was a bad idea. And, you know, I was, I was upset about that. And I was upset to see once again that controlling globalist Republicans had once again gotten to Donald Trump and convinced him to walk away from a very good plan. And I saw this happen time and time again. Uh, she quickly clarified that she wasn't saying that Trump did anything bad. And it was sickening to me when I had that realization. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Donald Trump, but I think that the people around Donald Trump can be very, very bad people. Yeah. 
fucking drives me goddamn insane. Even when even when Trump does something that they hate, they were like, oh, no, 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 it's not his fault. It's just that he's surrounded by bad people for some reason, also not Trump's fault. And then as a consequence of these other bad people, he does bad things, but still not Trump's fault somehow. They just want him to go full Stalin and like remove the people around him every like four months. <laughs> After this, the event transitioned into a panel that included four of the speakers, which is weird because they none of the speakers had spoke yet. Usually the panel happens after the individual speakers speak, but whatever. A member of the audience asked the four-person panel what they should do if they are a member of a lukewarm church. And by this, she meant a church that isn't fighting to save America as they view it. Thank you guys so much for being here. As a Christian, um, I go to church on Sunday and I'm a faithful what I have found is so many churches here are lukewarm, right? Can I get an amen on that? What advice do you have for us as, you know, believers? How do we wake up our church? How do we get people to take note and realize that this is a fight for humanity, for America, and the churches need to get involved? Do you have any advice for us as patriots? This is the the rise of the Patriot Church. I mean, yeah. this is that's what comes next is that you have yeah. people who are people and and various uh, religious leaders who are going to checks it. Uh, you know, that's exit from the church. It's a cool from phrase no, I just made up. Yeah, you got it, Jake. This is uh, the start of the the blend of ultra nationalism, ultra sort of patriotism, and spirituality. And and because they're no strangers to being digital soldiers, uh, you know they they'll have sermons online. They'll be posted on Zoom. Right. They'll have you know lot. You can you don't have to be there. It's gonna be a fucking mess. So you're both scared of the holy MAGA empire. <laughs> I mean, quite reasonably. This this is what I was always scared of. You go back a hundred episodes. I, will, the, my biggest you, fear is the fo- all countries will be fiefdoms. They they will have their own. <laughs> Kings, don't worry. The first panelist to answer that question was Pastor Luis Cabrera, who advised a member of such a lukewarm church to just leave it. You know what I tell people all across this country? Everyone is coming out of the closet, but where's the church? We're still stuck praying. Come out. Faith without works is dead. It's time to come out of our closets and practice what we preach. So if you're going to a lukewarm church, my advice to you today, Leave. It's time to be bold, and it's time to be courageous. Amen? Amen. Oh, no. That's like your only local community. What You just have to fall back on fucking 8chan? Like, God damn it, man. They really will not stop until they strip people of everything that means something. The next panelist who answered the question was former poker player and Survivor contestant Anna Kate. And I, she, there's like there's a weird reason why she was there. She's apparently affiliated with Project Veritas, who had a presence. But but for some reason, this uh, as a consequence of her affiliation with Project Veritas and her plan in a part to uh, talk to FBI agents and, and uh, get them on tape saying bad things about Trump. <laughs> that uh, kind of fell through. Uh, she is uh, was really well received there. She actually told the crowd that she heard from God about what's going to happen in the near future. She claimed that there was going to be a second pandemic from a new virus. And during this one, they're going to make the vaccine mandatory. And she advised anyone who was part of a church who was pushing vaccines to get out. And the Lord said they're going to make a vaccine. And actually, he said there's going to be second virus. He said that when the second virus, they're going to make mandatory vaccines. 
get out of there. this stuff and I feel like we are like there is no choice other than for us to go back to like the medieval ages like it, it just it, only darkness lies ahead are you happy with what you're doing to us Travis you brought back the I secret goods to make our lives worse you know what you fuckers I had to live it <laughs> I sat in that fucking seat for like 10 hours like fucking watching these maniacs living amongst them getting interrogated by church security as we'll see soon well you 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 chilled in the fucking island mm-hmm. and then you celebrated your birthday Jake uh, yeah Fuck I was up in both. Solvang at a beautiful beautiful area all right and i remain on little there was no there was no um yeah there was no christian dominionism there we did go into the christmas (laughs) store uh but only to buy a couple vintage smokers you know i mean look we collect them we collect them it's a fun thing i mean we're not you know i've Mm -hmm. never been to church well i went to my cousin's communion but other than that you know i wonder what jake would do at one of these if he got interrogated about being antifa I would just be like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Uh, uh, uh. And then I would just start spouting off all the conspiracies that came to the top of my head. I'd be like, I, I, I believe in the, I believe in uh, Phil Schneider, uh, underground bases. You, everything, have everything. you heard of that? You oh, heard man, of oh, you, oh, you should look it. it up. The next audience member to grab the microphone had more of a comment than a question. And God damn it, when there's a Q&A session, someone pulls this shit. I hate it normally, but in this situation, it was even worse. Um... It, w- it was especially insane because this audience member talked about his belief that taking the second dose of the vaccine was dangerous and how this had uh, caused some conflict with his wife. Mine is less a question than a warning. The, the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, after the second shot, it makes the body produce so much spike protein and it leaves the body. And it's very dangerous and can harm people. I, I had been having loggerheads with my wife. I was trying to stay close to her. I would get within range of her like this, and I just had this miasma of stuff. This went on for four or five days. I really wanted to die. It was so bad. I, I couldn't tell whether I was going to stay awake for three days because I didn't want to die in my sleep. This is, this is the third phase of the weapon of Satan. The first phase is COVID. COVID was not that dangerous. People who have, especially if you stay up on your vitamin D and zinc, you just don't get it. And then if you do, you have ivermectin and you get over it. They stopped hydroxychloroquine. They stopped ivermectin. Okay, sorry. I want to ask you to spread the word on that, please. I'm asking you to spread the word on that to everyone. The churches that are giving the vaccines, those people are going to leave the church and hurt people. Women, women, pregnant women will miscarry. But with nursing women, the milk is poisoned. Just spread the word. Spread the word. Stay a long way from anybody who's just been vaccinated. Yeah, rapturous applause to the second dose of the vaccine is part of Satan's plan and will make you infertile and poison your children. Good shit. Was he saying that, like, after his wife got the second shot, that he he couldn't be within like a couple feet of her because he, yeah, he, he was felt like it was going to dying. kill him. He stayed up awake for days, so he claims, because he was so afraid of dying because his wife was vaccinated. 
You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. (laughs) 